Well, we put Natea Jay to work at the Grey Cup as our Grey Cup reporter, so we thought why not continue it on and make him our Super Bowl reporter as well as we talk to him about Sunday's game between the L.A. Rams and the New England Patriots. Hey, Natea, how are you? I'm doing fantastic. Ready for a great Sunday of football. Certainly, uh, certainly hope so. I know it's going to be a long day. I'm already got the day planned out. The pregame shows started eight, so I'll be up early watching the pregame shows all day long, getting set for the football game. I've, I've, uh, I'm going to invest a lot of time on the couch. I hope the game is worth it. And I guess that's the biggest fear, right? That the game turns into a dud after all this hype over two weeks. Exactly, and the same with me. I'm going to have a lot of people over. And I'm throwing my first Super Bowl party, so I'm hoping it's a great game, and uh, you know, give the people kind of what they want. But you never want to, you never want to dud of a game uh, in the Super Bowl because you know all eyes are watching, and uh, you know it's the showcase of the NFL. You're having a Super Bowl party, you said? Yeah, I'm, I'm throwing like we we just moved into our, our our first like you know big place, so we. We're having uh, some of our friends over throwing uh, my first ever Super Bowl party. <laughs> Excellent. I guess I better get to the mailbox and check for my invitation. <clears throat> <laughs> you never know. <laughs> all right. Uh, let's just start with the matchup. Uh, two real good football teams. Both teams all season long played very well. Uh, the Rams have been pretty pretty consistent all year. The Patriots, of course, got real hot the last three quarters of the year. It's, uh, that part of it sets up a pretty good matchup. Oh, absolutely. You got, you know, like uh, – we've all been hearing about you got Sean McVay, young up and coming coach, the whiz kid versus, you know, uh, Bill Belichick, you know, the old wizard, the, the old guard kind of going head to head. And, you know, you've obviously got Tom Brady on one side, and then you got the kid, Jared Goff on the other side. And, you know, so many storylines going into this game. It sets up for a, a great game on Sunday. And, you know, I, I personally can't wait to see, to see the outcome. That's part of the storyline for me is old versus new. You have you have Goff versus Brady. I mean, what's Goff? Twenty four. Brady's forty one. Uh, McVeigh is a is a new coach in the league. Uh, he's only I think he's thirty three, and Belichick is in his sixties. That part of the matchup really intrigues me to see if kind of the old dogs can kind of hang on to the trophy for a while. Absolutely, yeah. and you know it's funny you mentioned that because. Sean, Sean McVay is you know, a young coach, but, you know, he do, he doesn't – the way he coaches isn't young, you know what I mean? He's kind of innovative in the way he coaches. He's willing to adapt. He's willing to, you know, do things outside the box. And, and we've seen those things be successful for Bill Belichick, you know, in his run. He hasn't always been the same style. You know, he can switch up seemingly quarter to quarter. So it's going to be interesting. It's, it's two extremely smart coaches and two coaches that are great at adjustments going at it. It's going to be, like, you know, the chess game of all chess games. What is it about McVeigh's offense that makes it so exciting to watch? Uh, what makes it is it's so multiple. You know, they can run the ball down your throat. They can play action down, you know, down your throat. They can throw the ball over your head. They can do literally anything they want to do. They have it all at his disposal whenever he wants. Uh, you know, and it's all set up with the with, with the run game. Obviously, they're they're really good O line, and their O line has been created massive holes. You know, their running backs. You know, I was looking at a stat that you know they haven't been touched. Uh, they're averaging three point three yards before they're even touched. Right, so that's. You know, I think I could average like 70, 80 yards with that old line. But, you know, the thing is that everything is open to them. They're, they're able to run the ball well. They can throw it well. They can they can short pass you. They can throw deep. And they have the personnel to do whatever they need to do. And that's what makes it exciting because, you know, literally they can look at your defense and see what you're in and they'll have answers for it. Not everybody could do that. So that's when I'm looking to, to see how uh, Bill Belichick goes against this, this, this uh, offense. Two weeks to get ready for it. When he gets an extra time to prepare, he's usually trouble, isn't he? 
Absolutely, yeah. Him and Andy Reid, uh, they, when they have two weeks or more to prepare, they're right. They're ninety percent win win rate. So you know, those are some of the best coaches in NFL history. And you know, rarely when they have this much time is you know you're going to see a very competitive game, and most of the time they come out on top. Brady has really embraced the underdog role, which seems strange considering how often they've, they've been to the Super Bowl, especially in the last five years. But, you know, he had the we're still here chant, and he really seems to take to heart all the conversation about him being too old and him being done. This He's playing this. We, we've seen it before, but even more so this year, it seems like he's playing with a chip on his shoulder. Absolutely. And the only time I can think of him being the, a true underdog was his his first Super Bowl against these Rams, uh, uh, you know, back in the day. And that's that's the last time I can think of him being a underdog, a true underdog. And it's incredible because you know they're picked to go to the Super Bowl again this year. They're coming off a Super Bowl loss, obviously, but they're picked to win their division. They're picked to you know uh, represent the AFC. You know, they had up and down season, but it's just it's funny how they've just embraced that role. But that's the thing, though. You know, you saw that with uh, Michael Jordan. You know, he was obviously the greatest, but he'd find little slights here and there that, from what people were saying to, to really motivate him. And when you get to that level of success, I feel like, you know, it, it, you need that extra push. You need that extra, you know, uh, kick in the butt to kind of, you know, continue your game, you know, to, to keep your game at the highest level. So, you know, I see parallels there between uh, Brady and, and Michael Jordan, and, you know, they've, They've had so much success in the sport. They've been at the top of the, you know, the top of the mountain for a long time, and and you see that when he did that, it reminded me of that um, what Michael Jordan used to do. One thing that uh, Tom Brady's going to face that he hasn't probably seen a lot of is two dominant defensive tackles, two guys uh, on a or two dominant defensive linemen. Uh, Aaron Donald and Indama Kinsu could play a huge role in uh, the game for the Rams defensively. Massive role. Uh, you look at the times when the Patriots have struggled with Super Bowls, you know, you look at the Giants or the Eagles, they've had defensive, stout defensive lines, right? So the defensive line can rush the quarterback with just the front four and have the DBs and linebackers off in coverage. And that's that's sort of the recipe to, to beat the Patriots. But now you look at the Patriots, they, they've only, this year, their interior linemen, I saw us that where they've only, their interior linemen have only allowed three sacks, uh, on the year, and two of them were in the first game of the season. So since the first game of the season, the interior linemen have only allowed one sack, none in the playoffs so far. Uh, it's going to be a great matchup. I'm looking forward to see what, what happens because you talk about Sue and Donald. Those are two of the best in the game, right? And yeah, if they can if they can get home uh, in the front four, that's going to that's gonna open the door for the Rams to win this game. Always comes down to the trenches, right? Absolutely. That's where it starts, and, and oftentimes that's where it ends. All right, who's got the best offense between these two teams? On paper, the Rams have the best offense. Like I said, they can do uh, they can do everything they want to do. They can go long, they can go short, they can run the ball. They got the better O line. Um, but when you got this this much time to prepare, that's what evens it out. You know, coaching kind of evens it out. So I would say the Rams still by 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 a slither have a better offense, but. You know, when when you're facing the Patriots and the precision passing of Tom Brady and able to scheme up anything they want to do, they, they can, you know, they, they might throw their running back 30 times this game or, you know, Gronk might break out, you know, just go against the grain. And, you know, when you have this much time to prepare, I, it evens it out, but I would say the Rams do by, by, by just a hair. What about defense? Defense? Uh, you know what, the Patriots, the Patriots, 
I would say, I, you know, because Belichick works on that side a little bit more. It's, they don't have a better defense on paper, again, once again. But I, I can see them, with this much time, being able to sort of neutralize what the Rams are good at. So, you know, keeping in mind that they've had time to prepare, coaches, guys arrested, uh, I would get – oh, yeah, and discipline. Uh, you know, their players are uh, much more disciplined, especially in the secondary than the Rams, so I would give the edge to the Patriots. But the Rams have more big playability, if that makes sense. All right. Uh, before we get to your prediction for the game, give me a prediction on a player. Who's going to be the most important player in this game? Not necessarily going to win the MVP, but who's going to be the guy yeah. who's probably going to make a difference? Hmm, that's, that's a great question because – Obviously, the quarterbacks are key in this game because everything runs through them. But, you know, I, I'm looking to Todd Gurley, you know, because, you know, obviously last game he, he didn't – he I don't know what was wrong. He might have been hurt or he might have been saving himself for the Super Bowl. But if he can if he can be the Todd Gurley that we've seen all season long and he's a little bit more wretched now, this, this the Rams have a great shot to win this game. If he can be the, the same Todd Gurley that we've seen and, you know, the, the Patriots – they don't know what to expect because they don't know if he's going to play. So that might be work to his advantage. So I, I would say this game, Todd Gurley is, 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 is the great uh, X factor. All right. You've talked about who's the better team offensively on paper, who's the better team defensively on paper. They don't play the game on paper. They play it on the field. Right. Tell me who's going to come out uh, the winner in Super Bowl 53 between the L.A. Rams and the New England Patriots. And then all this whole time, I've, I've kind of outlined the way for the for the Rams to win. You know, they're a better team on paper. They they're better offensively. They can do this. They can do that. But you know, oftentimes that's that's not what wins games, like you said. And you know, it's it's hard for me to say this because I like the Rams. And you know, back in uh, 2002, as a 12 year old, I I wanted them to win so bad, and I think I cried when they didn't win because <laughs> I was the greatest show on turf then. But yeah, it's funny. But uh, I, I would say the Patriots win this game. They win it 27-24. I'd say they come out hot in the first quarter, take the lead. The Rams come back, tie it up, but then the Patriots make adjustments at halftime, uh, go up by a field goal in the fourth quarter, and the Rams can't score on their final drive. Hmm. It sounds like you're like a lot of people. Your uh, your heart says Rams, but your head says Patriots. Absolutely. absolutely. You know, you, you don't. You know, the Patriots have been winning so much. You know, we love dynasties, but, you know, it kind of gets old. You want to see the new guard come in and, 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 and show that, you know, they can get it done. So that's kind of where my, my heart is. But, you know, if I had to put money on it, I, it's hard to go against the Patriots. One more before I let you go, Nate. The uh, let's uh, talk closer to home about the Eskimos. You must be happy. Your gang's all together on special teams again. You, of course, re-signed with the Eskimos last week, and uh, since then, uh, there's new contracts for Corey Jones and a new contract for Blair Smith, the top three guys in special teams tackles on this uh, club now under contract. Uh, so you got your running mates back. Oh, I'm ecstatic. I'm, I'm definitely ecstatic. You know, football is, is a continuity game, right? So, like, when when you get out there and you know you know, what, what your guys are going to be doing, what, you know, how they move, how they play, and you, your communication on point, that, that's what some of what the best teams have. And I'm, I'm super ecstatic to have, you know, Corey and, and, you know, one of my best friends, Blair, back. You know, it's, uh, it's very exciting times right now. You know, I, I, I was on the phone with uh, Dave uh, after I signed, and, you know, I told him, you know, they're going to be signing. Guys going to sign. It's going to be exciting times. are going to come soon because at the time, I think uh, I had been – the only guy that had signed so far 
I believe. And, uh, you know, he was like, oh, fans are a little bit worried. I'm like, no, guys, don't worry. You know, you know, Brock's got something cooking up. And I think he's got a lot more uh, that he's working on, and it's going to be a really exciting year. How's the training going? I guess this is the time where you, everybody in the CFL, if not already, it gets pretty serious as training camp approaches, what, three and a half months from now or four months from now? Right, yeah. You know, now, you know, especially end of, end of January, February, training's going good. Um, running and lifting and, you know, just trying to get better at the things I wasn't great at last year, trying to make my, my weaknesses my strengths and, you know, trying to add some more, more uh, routes to my repertoire and, you know, just looking looking to have a big year. So, you know, it all starts in you know throughout training, and uh, that's what that's what uh, you know you, you train to, to be great in June. So, that's what I'm uh, been working on. So, I'm excited, uh, you know, to to put it to test in, in camp. All right, Nateja, thanks for your insight today. Uh, your heart says Rams, but your prediction is Patriots for Super Bowl Fifty Three. Enjoy the game and uh, enjoy the party. I certainly will. Hopefully, it goes well and uh, we get a great game.